0: Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Seary. If you tuned tuned in last week, you know that I would love to grow this podcast to have more listeners and more followers, but I can't get there without your help. So as a loyal listener, could you please give me a five-star rating on whichever platform you happen to be tuning in on? Uh, It should be pretty easy. I actually just gave myself a five-star rating on Spotify the other day. But I do believe I have this thing syndicated to 10 or so different hosting platforms. So just about any of them should be able to just click a couple buttons and rate it highly. Unless you think it's not worth a five-star rating, in which case, thank you for tuning in. Uh, After that... Uh, if you can just go ahead and share a link to the podcast, maybe a little description on why it's awesome in your network. And that would help me to get in front of more people, this, more people would see this, more people would tune in and start learning more things. Or it would at least give them a pity laugh when I crack a lame joke. Alright, so last week we talked a little bit about Food. I shared why cilantro is gross, and why onions have been on my evil list for years now. Back when I was in college, I actually did write out the evil list. It included various evil things like girls, the color red, grape-flavored candy, my little brother Jeff, and of course onions. Now this was back before I knew cilantro existed, as you may recall, my family wasn't big on herbs and spices, and around age 19 or 20, I barely knew of much more than salt and pepper. So today we're dipping more, a little bit into more esoteric territory. For those of you who don't know the word esoteric, it's just a fancy word that means sort of meta, not the Facebook parent company. Or maybe it's just sort of ambiguous or intangible. Foods and flavors are one thing. We all experience more or less the same experience. Emotions and feelings, however, are a bit different. We kind of have a reasonable grasp on them, but when something happens, the feeling that wells up within me for happiness, sadness, sympathy, anger, answer whatever feeling you have here, it can be a very different feeling that wells up inside of you. So we generally have, I believe, the same chemical reactions going on. But if you felt the intensity of mine or scarcity of them, you would be very confused. So let's say we see a hurt and injured little puppy. The chemical surge that goes through my brain might cause you to scream or laugh hysterically. It's kind of a little dip into some brain science that I really have no clue what I'm talking about because I'm not a scientist. And that's kind of the best way I can explain it. So we're just gonna keep going here. The point is we interpret these uh, responses, we have these responses more or less the same way, but it's different intensity levels. Most of us, upon seeing a bad situation, understand the physical feelings within us are responses to be sad for what's going on. And that's, that's all good. The functions, not the actual bad things that are going on. When somebody's hurt, I can see that and I can kind of feel that pain along with them whether that's a physical hurt or an emotional one. I see it, I recognize it, I internalize it, maybe? But the difference between many of the left of normal crowds and the normies is what we do afterward. Yes, we're talking today about empathy and sympathy, two words which are often conflated and many people confuse the two, so before we get into this, we're going to do some word nerd stuff for about a minute might be two minutes so both words have the same suffix that's the ending of the word pathy or path and you know a lot of these words already that such as apathy or antipathy or psychopath or you can even move it to the beginning of the word like pathetic or pathological the ending means either to suffer or to feel So apathy means feeling nothing, antipathy means feeling against, psychopath means suffering from one's own mind, and words, so in words like empathy and sympathy, we're dealing with the meaning to feel or feeling. Same ending, so we have to look at what the prefixes mean, em and sym, what are those all about? We'll start with sympathy, sym, sim. Comes from the meaning of the word together. We see it in a ton of different words that we use all the time. Words like symbolic, it's just putting two things together. Symphony, putting two sounds together or many sounds together. Synonym, two words that have that kind of mean the same thing. They're together in meaning. So if I have sympathy, I have a together feeling with you. EM, on the other hand, comes from a root of ENN, uh, not ENN, but just N, which is widely used in a ton of different words, and it has so many variations that we don't even recognize it after quite a while. From words, words from important to embarrassment to intuition, it simply means in or into or inside. So, empathy is bringing those feelings inside. The difference here is that empathy means I can look at you and I understand how you feel and why you feel it. Sympathy means I look at you and I feel what you're feeling. Now this is where things start to get a bit fun. I can understand feelings all day long. I know that if this situation then most people feel this emotion. If a joke is told, then people laugh. If I tell my little brother Jeff he's an idiot, then he gets mad. If my dog dies, then I feel sad. It's very logical, very oriented with if something happens, then this feeling comes along. I understand those feelings and I understand that most people feel that same way. Some psychopaths don't, and that's why they get into that psychopath realm. Most of the time, however, many of the feelings that we feel and emotions tend to be illogical. And I try to turn a lot of them off because, when I don't like them. They disrupt my thinking, especially the sad ones. I don't like to be sad. So sometimes if I do get sad, I stop and I think... I don't want to be sad. And so I stop being sad and I go back to being awesome instead. True story. Sympathy, however, is much different. If something pains another person, it's often difficult to feel that pain myself. Now, I understand that they feel hurt and I understand the emotion that they are going through and why they're going through it. And I can feel it to an extent. But when I tried to put myself into their shoes, it didn't really affect me directly. So it's really hard to force myself to feel the emotion that they're feeling and to understand why I should feel the same because if they're sad, and why do I need to be sad too? Now we're all just sad and nothing makes sense anymore. So I don't understand why I would need to do this anyway. What would be the point in being sympathetic instead of just empathetic? Now keep in mind there that the closer the relationship obviously the more sympathy that is felt. Family and those close to me it's a bit, a bit different such as you know if my wife or son are having a hard time then I feel a little bit More sympathy there. I'm not a complete robot or monster. Just partially. Now, there are times when I feel sympathetic, but I just cannot figure out why. They're weird emotions that don't make any sense. For instance, I recently watched the movie The Whale. The Whale. In that movie, the main character Charlie, played by Hollywood superstar Brendan Fraser, is about 600 pounds in an absolute complete train wreck. He is homebound. He can barely walk. He teaches an online literature course where he won't turn on his camera because he is embarrassed by how he looks. He ditched his wife and his 8-year-old daughter about 8 or 9 years prior to the events that took place in this movie. He left them for a male lover. When that lover died, he compensated by eating, and never stopping to eat. He just ballooned himself up until absolutely enormous. It's a good movie, has a lot to it. There's a ton of emotions that run around in there. But I did not feel a lot of empathy for the characters, I'm not 600 pounds, I haven't ditched my wife or child, I don't have a male lover, I don't teach online, and overall did not see myself in this character at all, and so I didn't quite understand where the emotions were coming from. But then the sympathy hit me real hard, and it put tears in my eyes at the end of this movie. I don't know why I about it for quite a while and just could not pinpoint why I felt these sympathetic emotions. I did not like that, so I just, I dried my eyes and I moved on, ignoring the felt, ignoring the fact that I felt any emotion at all. The point of all of this, with the etymological lesson, definitions, and anecdotal stories are that those who are left of normal do have empathy and sympathy. We understand them, we know they exist, we feel them, and then when it comes to displaying them, we can get a little bit lost. Part of it comes from years of harboring the fear of overreacting, you know, laughing too loudly at a joke, crying at a movie, getting angry at minor things, throwing a tantrum in the store because I wanted something and my mean parents wouldn't buy it for me, and various other overreactions. And then we are shamed and ridiculed because we didn't react in a socially acceptable manner, and that has led many left of normals to suppress the outward representation of emotions. So if someone is sad because they're lizard died, I immediately go into a logical idea that there are many more lizards out there and then and one dead lizard really isn't that big of a deal, so why are you so sad about a thing that just sat in a cage and ate crickets anyway? And then I pat them on the head and I say, they're there. Because I know that I shouldn't tell them that they're not being logical, but I have no idea really what else to say to show that empathy and sympathy and just a simple O oh, doesn't go over well. So we'll wrap it up with a thought here. We can discuss this uh, on the Facebook page, in the comments. Yes, we know what's going on when other people feel things. We aren't entirely robotic. The disconnect is that normies somehow know how to dis. Play things where we kind of just sit around and analyze what happened, what could happen, what would have happened if you had only listened to me, and then we run through about 10,000 different scripts on what people say in this particular situation until it's too late and we just look like monsters anyway because we didn't react at all. Today you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join that Facebook community. Feel free to ask questions over there. And remember that we have the feelings. We just don't process them as quickly or know how to display them as normies. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.